0: Hello everybody. Welcome to uh I don't even Campfire Chronicles. I'm going to guess 23. Campfire Chronicles. <laughs> Whatever the number of the title. Yeah, it's the If you're watching this on YouTube, which no one who It's 25. It's actually uh 23. Is it actually? Yes. I don't know. I'm going to check. Wait, based on what? <laughs> what? Okay, well, anyway. I, well, I just kind of recall did the last one. Yeah, no, I remember I said, that. We like, said 23, and there was actually whatever the one before that was. So, before we even start, I want to show off this little willow whistle I have. And it's, it's a, uh... I've done this before, but basically, like, to carve a willow whistle, you have to take the bark off. I'm, I'm just going to have the pictures on Instagram. But... Yeah, it's 23. The problem with these is they shrivel after, like, two hours. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what you'd use that for. <laughs> it's just a fun thing. It's something I've I've wanted to make a video about for a while, but See, even William McKean knows what <clears throat> Camp oh, chronicles it is. Wow, we should we should get our viewers to just clue us in. <laughs> okay, so there's 12, twelve patrons watching right now. So um, for everyone who's watching this on YouTube, we are doing this currently live streaming to our patrons. Um, yeah. So this is going to be our first live podcast. And for anyone who's watching it live, the quality of it will be a lot better afterwards. But the reason we're doing this is so we can take your comments and your questions while we talk about yeah. our just everything. But yep. um, Can you hand me that water? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Another cup, a new cup. Well, Come on, I was reusing the same one for like several days. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, what we're going to focus on today is... Basically the episode and like just talk about the the road trip. trip. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked about the road trip on my live stream, but I didn't really, didn't really answer questions more so as I kind of talked a little bit about my perspective Mm -hmm. of the road trip. I guess we could, well, one thing I wanted to fill people in on was like the fact that Thomas and I went on a mini road trip before you guys even got out there. Mm -hmm. So like I flew out to LA on March 20th. And you guys didn't get until like what April nineteenth? Wait, what? Nineteenth, right? No, oh, that's when you flew. Yeah, out. yeah. You were like April first or something. Are you sure? It
1: well, was either. It was like
0: twenty days before after you got out there. Yeah, it was either early April or. Yeah. Anyway. Sometime. But uh, so so a lot of the the it side videos venues... really really bad with remembering dates. <laughs> People will be like, "Oh, when did you take this trip?" And we'll be like, mm, "I don't know." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I keep telling these guys, like, we should just remember what date, like, write them down, and they're like, eh. Well, I have it... Well, for some, time, for some reason, the first time I suggested, you guys just waved it off, we're like, nah, we don't need to worry about that. It's like, people always ask us what time we're going on these trips. No, that's true, yeah. Anyways, that's a different story. <laughs> so anyway, um, some of the side videos you've seen, like the, the one where Thomas and I went to Point Reyes, or Tahoe and Snowshoed there, that's, that was from when I was out there earlier. Mm-hmm. And then, we didn't actually show this in the episode... But you flew in, so you and Robbie flew in, and we we stayed a night at, did we go straight to? No, no, we flew in, and then we, remember we ate at that, the bear, the diner? Oh, yeah, Black Bear Oh, right, and we stayed a night at a motel. Yeah, and we stayed a night at a motel. But that wouldn't have been very interesting to start out the episode. Yeah, because there was already the scene from driving from the motel to the actual uh, trailhead. Actually, that kind of caught me off guard when I watched it, because I was like, I, like, oh, I thought they would have put, you know, us yeah. flying in, because I guess we did that with Yosemite. I don't remember yeah. what we did with Yellowstone. We but. we originally did just because I mean we usually show that stuff, but it, it just was too much stuff. And we were thinking about we might still do this for something, but like releasing a sort of like prologue video that shows you guys flying in. Maybe we'll like release that as a Patreon video or something, but um So yeah, so Oh, NJ Heart to heart said, I watched the episode again in anticipation of this live stream. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Julian says, so did you visit Yosemite with Thomas during that time before the road trip? No, actually, um, I think Thomas and I were considering doing that, but he actually went alone before I flew out there. I think me and him were actually going to think about doing another mini road trip before you guys even flew out, in addition to what we had done. But How is that even possible? Like, we much- still had like... We actually still had about a week's time after we got back from that. I feel like you guys would have been so exhausted for the trip. That's, I mean, yeah, but that's mainly, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Don. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So let's let's start by talking about what your impressions of the road trip itself was like—not the episode, but just the actual experience of the road trip, specifically California, but all of it too. Yeah, I guess where these questions or what we talk about is going to be more focused on the first third of the trip i guess mm-hmm. considering that's what was in the episode we just released um <clears throat> i would say right off the bat like the road the first third of the road trip really set my expectations because or met my expectations okay. because um everything about it was just really cool like there was just always something really cool to see every day mm. and um so we started and Alabama foothills, I guess you could say, was technically the start of the road trip portion. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, after Big Sur. So Big Sur ended up being a big disappointment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was
0: it was really cool while we were actually hiking there. Like, the rain and the weather actually made it look yeah. super cool. It was beautiful. But, but as always, whenever you're camping and it's constantly raining, it always is, feels like a miserable experience when you're out there. We, we were kind of worried that doing too many road trip episodes would make people a little, I don't know, it would turn them off or something. So we actually wanted the Big Sur thing to be a standalone episode, but... And it's actually funny, because... Um, is this supposed to be turned to this one? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I think it was actually funny, because if we had tried to stick it out in Big Sur, I feel like it would have soured a little bit at the beginning of the road trip, because... Yeah. So going up to Big Sur, and it raining all the time, mm-hmm. and then deciding that we were going to go back, and having that really enjoyable experience eating the charcuterie and just just like <laughs> yeah just like being in a positive yeah. mood because we didn't have to deal with that mm. kind of made the beginning of the road trip a lot more enjoyable i think yeah it was kind of disappointing at first that we couldn't finish the backpacking trip but like just when we were sitting on that shore with like the ocean out there that was such a calming moment and like yeah, yeah it really set the tone okay well let's take a couple questions seth Dombach. <laughs> what's up buddy how mad were you when you saw the betrayal of Tanpants and Robbie with the tuna and the bread? So, we kind of already anticipated it, but the real, the first betrayal, so it was, it was three betrayals, mm-hmm. right? The first betrayal was when we climbed into Robbie's tent and we realized how small and crappy it was. Yeah, see, that's the thing, okay, that's, because I feel like Robbie and Thomas are like the skinniest, like the, I don't know, definitely Robbie is the lankiest, right? I just no, feel Robbie, like... Well, you and Thomas are comparable. Yeah, maybe me. I don't, you, you three I don't, are all comparable. I just Whoever has the list, like... I definitely th- have the widest right. set shoulders. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we should have arranged it in a way where we each had a normal amount of space. <laughs> the problem was, I didn't want to be in Thomas's tent. <laughs> no, that's... I'm just kidding. We've ragged on Thomas so much about the road trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though it's, like, a phenomenal road trip. Yeah. So uh, let's see. You guys were so funny with your tent talk. Well, I don't know if we even portrayed it properly in the episode, but we were laughing so hard during that scene. Yeah, yeah, we just that was just couldn't stop because I guess we had nothing else to do, <laughs> so we were just cracking up. We're probably getting a little Cause, stir cause crazy. It was actually it's, it's really funny because when you watch the episode, you can see what's going on between the two tents, but when we, when we were there, we had no idea exactly what's yeah, going yeah, yeah. on we just had this imagination in our head. well cause, so there's like um a scene where you see robbie and he's about to eat the sandwich he's like bon appetit yeah. but to us we were just lying there and oh we, we were doing, yeah we we're just lying there we just heard bon appetit just out of nowhere <laughs> and we just start cracking up and, it's like... and we knew they were eating things because robbie has this very distinct laugh <laughs> yeah. where his mouth is full and he goes <laughs> we always whenever we would play like halo back in the day we'd always hear him like <laughs> laughing like that through the headset yeah oh man Uh, that was great. Um (laughs) oh, so Seth Dombach says, also with your philosophy style and recent road trip, I'd highly recommend the book um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Actually I think either Robbie has read that or he's at least looked into it. But yeah, I should I've heard that book a lot and I might look into it. But uh also for anybody who um okay, so anybody who's might be watching this on the Patreon page. Click the actual physical link to go to YouTube so that you can see the chat and participate in the chat, yeah, yeah, I don't Just know nice. if that was ever made clear because we started embedding the video on this page, and some people didn't know how to interact with us, didn't know how to chat with us or ask mm-hmm. questions um, so yeah, so after, Pixar, yeah, yeah, what after, f- watching it afterwards, though, I mean, I knew as I was hiking down mm-hmm. that the scene the scenes and the shots were beautiful, yeah, but um. Watching it again in the video, it was crazy. It was it was almost exactly like Wayne in the sense that the fog actually and and uh, oh I'll yeah, wonder, but Wayne fog, did get foggy. Didn't it? for something for some reason when you got fog like really thick fog, it makes the colors pop so much. Yeah, that it's like the it moisture or real. something. Yeah. yeah. So when you were actually hiking, did you notice that? Or was it only afterwards that you really... Well, I remember when we were hiking up, I did notice how bright the wildflowers were. Mm. Like the the uh, Indian paintbrushes and the uh, the yellow ones. I forget what those were called. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. They were really, like, they were just so yeah, bright. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It, like, looked unreal. Um, See, I think... I definitely noticed that it was beautiful, but part of the problem was my glasses kept getting, like, foggy and misty and like it's hard to see yeah but that's just like the reality of camping with glasses <laughs> someone commented on our video and recommended we use um ground oh yeah, or... yeah i know robbie's old tent has a ground sheet like so a yeah here's, a footprint my, here's or whatever. my weird thought process about it and it probably make would make more sense if i actually had one and set it up but Whenever people talk about, like, a footprint or a ground sheet for a tent, I just imagine rain dripping down the side of the tent, landing on this ground sheet, and then just kind of condensing underneath right in the bottom of the, yeah, the tent. Yeah, I could see that. And You'd have to have one that was, like, underneath the tent completely. Or pro- like, underneath the tent, yeah. or completely covered by the rainfly. Yeah. But see, Robbie's rainfly, for some reason, does not cover the entire tent. Mm-hmm. It's It's a weird design. Well, it's like, the bottom part of the tent is made of the waterproof material, but it's still, like... So thin that the rain leaked through. Mm -hmm. So, Like, we literally had, I would say, like, at least a centimeter, well, half a centimeter of water. I don't know. There was a distinct pool of water, and, like, I had brought my down jacket in to keep it dry and put it in the corner, and it was just completely soaked through. Things were definitely getting wet and not getting dry. Like, it wasn't just, like, a little bit moist. It was, like, completely soaked. You have to be sure to tuck the ground sheet under the tent. Okay, so you tuck it under to the extra space. I guess that makes sense. Um... Jason Bourgeois says, with the variety of landscape on the trip, did you guys have some idea of how you were going to film it or did you utilize past experience to set up shots? I. Um, so it mm-hmm. really felt like um, Yosemite in the sense that. Yeah, I could see that. We were, well, Yosemite in the sense that we were always basically, the views were always on one side of the trail, you know? And we were constantly going. Well, up. for the whole thing though, for yeah. the whole trip? Well, Oh, is he talking about the trip? Yeah, yeah. Like the entire oh, road the, trip. Oh, I thought he was talking about Big Sur. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I know, guess we just kind of, we went with the flow. I, I will say there were some moments where when we were filming it, it felt like we were sort of just getting shots that looked good yeah. and like not really knowing how we'd piece so, it together yeah. later. One of the big advantages but, of this is that we didn't have to worry about how much distance we covered because we were driving most of the time. We didn't really have to worry about batteries or SD cards because we were stopping. So basically, we had a lot more freedom to just film literally anything that looked cool. Um, And everyone Mm -hmm. was able to... like If if two people were driving, the other two people were just filming constantly. So we got a lot of footage. Two thoughts about that. One is... um, So you weren't here for either of these, but the Colorado hiking video, the Find Your Park one, and the Kern River video, those two were sort of like... I feel like those gave us some experience in how to film this sort of thing because those are not strictly backpacking. They're like you're going to different locations, filming different things, yeah. and and then piecing it together. Mm-hmm. But I will say like one problem that I noticed is it was so hard not to film while you're driving. At least like in the southwest portion. Well, in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. In this in the in the this episode. Yeah. Before the, we hit like central Texas. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> just everything was so beautiful, and but new. Yeah. yeah, but but then afterwards you're like I'm gonna have to sift through all this footage but it looks so cool and I want to yeah. film it but and and not only that but you end up with like 10 clips of the same thing yeah yeah like 10 clips of this really long straight desert road and it looks cool but it's like yeah you can only show that so many times before people are like this is the same thing I've seen. yeah yeah uh, or or like tumbleweeds going by <laughs> yeah yeah which we those we kept trying to capture you'll see that in the <laughs> next episode but oh yeah I guess that was in the next one mm-hmm. um so Don says, or NJ Heart to Heart, a.k.a. Don, says, I know you're trying to trim weight, but if you are anticipating rain, why not carry a big of light Okay, ultralight so tarp? that's actually... String it between cell trees and you can enjoy it. So, so I think I suggested that, actually. For some reason, I think I had it in my head, like, oh, this will be an easy backpacking trip. I'm not going to bother bringing the tarp. Like, so I think part of it was because Thomas was instilling in us this idea of, like, okay... When you come out to L.A., don't bring anything redundant that you could just use. Because, like, I didn't bring my usual rain jacket. That's why I'm wearing a yellow one, which is actually Thomas's. Because he was just like, I want to save as much room and space as possible. So I was sort of in this mindset where I'm like, well, do I need to carry a tent? You're going to throw Thomas under the bus. But <laughs> we've been on way more backpacking trips than Thomas. And I think we should just trust our instinct instead of going with what Thomas says. Well, it's like, for the road trip, I get it. Um, but, and he didn't specifically say not to bring the tarp. It's just for some reason I had it in my head that like I know, but I just feel like we should just go with with our thoughts. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, bring the tarp. If if you don't want it, you know, it's just it. it would have been great though because we could have set it up and stood under it outside. But I on putting it on the record that I had literally talked to Andrew and said we can use your tarp <laughs> to set it up like a little roof and we can sit under it. Yeah, and cook yeah. food under it, and he did not bring it. Yeah, so I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just like a lapse of judgment. <laughs> Maybe the sunniness of LA just lulled us into some weird sense of security. Um, Um, I'm going to just reiterate, if you are just joining us or anything like that, we are actively answering questions uh, as we do this podcast. So it's not just a podcast, we're taking questions live. So anyway, um, while we wait for more questions and comments, I think... So let's, let's move on to the next part of the trip where we actually went out to Alabama Hills, Lone Pine. Well, well let's talk about the char- charcuterie scene. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if, if it was clearly conveyed in the video how we ended up doing that. Like how we ended up just sitting at this place eating charcuterie. Mm. Um, but we had gotten down to the car. And Andrew has started some weird obsession with charcuterie <laughs> and it's still going on um <laughs> well so the, the reason i had bought this stuff in the first place is because like i always want to make cool things when we're out backpacking and um you know charcuterie we, we were at this random store it was like a weird mix between a hardware store and a grocery yeah. store but they had, it felt like a home depot with food yeah <laughs> it's really it's weird. like they've got like <laughs> they've got the department stores where it's clothes and stuff and food and and yeah. they've got like whatever this like, was. Whatever this was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they had like so they had canned dolmathes, which are like the stuffed grape leaves. Mm. They had um like thinly sliced meats, but it wasn't refrigerated. Like you didn't need to refrigerate until you opened it. And, and then they, they were cured meats. So. Yeah. And <clears> then <throat> um we always bring like a block of cheese, and that's like three essential parts of charcuterie. I was like, none of this needs to be refrigerated. We could just this like not really perishable for a long while. This is perfect for making something fancy while backpacking mm-hmm. but obviously as it turned out we didn't get a chance to eat it on the actual trail and so yeah we so this we kind of it was kind of like our post-hike meal yeah yeah i though, guess it was the hike was cut short i didn't think about that because yeah, we, we we sat we found this little cafe mm. thingy by the right by the shore the weather had cleared up we bought so, some beers from yeah them. They, we, they had beers so we bought beers and just enjoyed the weather, enjoyed the the scenery, and it was the food. like this big patio with yeah. like the ocean view. It was so idyllic. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah. So, so after that, then we ended up what driving all the way back to Thomas's place, right? Yeah, which was the plan originally, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually, in a way, it also helped out because it gave us extra time on the road trip to do stuff. That's true. Um, yeah. uh, honestly, I think. Um, well, it's hard to say because I feel like if we had done Big Sur, it would have been great, but we'd also been so tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's hard to judge yeah, how, how yeah. we would have felt. Oh, so actually, so we stayed a night in L.A. at Thomas's place, and mm-hmm. while we were there, he his apartment is like this big square, and in bet- in the middle there's like a courtyard with a pool. So we were just drying everything off, like yeah. on the fence around the pool. Yeah, we literally yeah. had taken almost everything out of our packs. Yeah thrown them over the fence around the pool or set them up. Like sleeping bags, tents, uh, sleeping clothes, mats, yeah, mats, like literally everything. Jackets, yeah, everything. And we were like tossing stuff in the dryer once it was dried enough. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, like the landlord at one point was like, you have to make sure this is all cleaned up. And we're like, yeah, well, obviously, <laughs> like we're not going to leave it here. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like we, we wouldn't leave it here for fear of being stolen. Yeah, like. Anything, <laughs> you know, so. Um, but, but actually I, so I remember we were eating like soggy snacks too <laughs> Yeah we started finishing up All the snacks that got soggy So soggy gummy snacks Soggy whatever the heck you yeah, brought yeah. <laughs> um, Jason Bourgeois says Andrew's always thinking outside the box regarding food I like that Thank you I'm glad yeah. someone appreciates it <laughs> He thinks outside the box yeah. and inside the can <laughs> Don says I like Thomas and his butter snap pretzels Yeah he is Those were with good it. pretzels yeah. I just don't like pretzels in general I don't know why um, because you're a plebeian uh, <laughs> i like the big chunk ones that are like covered in powder but anyway <laughs> oh the Snyders. yeah yeah, yeah. well it's because you like the flavor yeah uh, <laughs> we're gonna do another podcast entirely <laughs> on pretzels yeah <laughs> like actually that'd be kind of interesting talk about that's not about yeah yeah that's not a bad idea <laughs> um because i think there's a lot of variety between the four of us you know, we should probably make sure we don't spoil too much about the episode while we're talking about our trip. Well, wow, whatever. It's, oh, I guess, oh, well, we're posting this episode. Yeah, because people won't have watched this, yeah. That's true. But, I mean, we've uh, talked about our route. Yeah, they're not gonna, yeah. it's different from watching it. It'll get people excited, <laughs> right? Speaking of which, I, I forgot to do this at the beginning, but if you do want to watch the episode, this is not for anyone watching live, but <laughs> go to patreon.com slash adventure. I don't know which way the words will be going, but... um yeah you can watch it right now, and it'll be fully released on july ninth yes. and Thank you to everybody who is supporting us. It really helps us a lot mm-hmm. anyway um I don't like doing those, but it's like it does help us when we shout out the patreon, yeah, but well, I mean. Oh, anyways, um, what were we going to So, do? So, yeah, we, so we, we were drying our Thomas stuff place. off. Yeah, yes. sp- spent another night. But they didn't, they saw, this was in the vlog, but I don't think it was in the episode. Yeah. But at some point, okay, so Thomas had actually put his tent up on his little tiny balcony to to dry off. And the balcony faced inside. So oh, in yeah. The corner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he set it up on there to dry. And then at some point over overnight, it had blown away. And we woke up um, and he couldn't find it. And then it had turned out Robbie found it next to the like apartment's garage, but it apparently had blown yeah. up onto the roof, over the roof, and then into the garage. And so, like, we woke up the next morning and we were like, "What? Where is it?" And like, yeah. I had mentioned to Thomas, he uh, he kept saying that it must have blown into the courtyard and then the landlord took it. Yeah, that's what we were thinking because he, because the landlord had mentioned something about our stuff yeah. being left out. So we were like, maybe he like got miffed or something, and I don't know. Yeah, but it was just. Blew completely over. Yeah, it was so crazy. And it was and it was also a stroke of luck that we actually found it and mm-hmm. it was still there. I think that night Thomas went clubbing with his roommates. He did. Like Thomas, one last time. Thomas went clubbing with his roommates, came back at two in the morning and then passed out in the kitchen or in the kitchen. Oh really? Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh uh, no, I do remember that now, actually. Yeah, he passed out in the kitchen. Literally like did he have a blanket or anything? Or? No, he just fell asleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like your last night in California, I get it. I I I was tempted to go out, but I was so exhausted. I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, there wasn't. I'm not... Okay, well, I mean, I wouldn't have gone anyways because I'm not a big clubbing guy. I mean... Especially the club they were going to, you would not have liked it at all. I don't think I would have enjoyed any California clubs. Um, (laughs) So, uh, question for you, Andrew. Oh, so Don is asking if I'm a member on Bushcraft USA. Actually, I am. I just... um, I have not browsed it in a long time for some reason. I need to get back on that. Um... Seth just said, you guys just hit an anniversary, and now that Thomas is back, can you guys talk a bit about how his whole process has changed? Uh, yeah, so, I think he... Well, what? No, I mean, I think just, like, the fact that we're able to work with him face-to-face helps a lot. Helps Are we test. talking about specifically with Thomas? I think so. I, we, we don't have to, we can... It's hard to say, because it's only been a few months since he's been back, technically, and mm-hmm. he's already, and he's been gone for, like, half a month on something doing something um but he we have tried to focus on being more consistent um i don't really know exactly what he's asking oh wait he said or what takeaways you've gained from these adventures oh oh, okay okay. well so i will say the whole see he's talking about the whole youtube journey with the channel oh yeah see that's what i thought he was talking about well when i when uh, I think, like, the takeaway, both from the road trip and from YouTube as a whole, is just, like... well, The thing that immediately comes to my mind is, like, how cool people are, because... Right. right. That, yeah. that is a good Because whether it's you're talking about the road trip, or, like, the meetups we've done, or just, yeah. like, interacting with people in the comments, like... It's amazing to see how many people there are that are, like, really cool, who, like, are willing to support something like yeah. this. And just... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. it's a, It's just super nice, too. Yeah, it's, like... There's two things... That I've felt like I've concluded after so so many years of doing this is that one, I'm still not tired of camping or going yeah, camping yeah. outdoorsy things. If anything, I I need it. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And then also too, like you said, it's awesome. It's always awesome to see how this kind of stuff brings people together and makes people interact. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we first started getting some comments where people were like, "Oh, yeah, this has really inspired us to like go outside for the first time," or it's like helped me through a hard time. I was like blown away. I just yeah. did not think we and could have still any get sort those of comments. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be something fun to watch while you're like you've got cabin yeah. fever, but yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so after that night in LA, we left for uh, Alabama Hills. That was a very unexpected thing for me. I yeah, so this was your first time, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, uh the experience, the meal in in we had in Lone Pine mm-hmm. was an experience in and of itself. And I think we'll release a separate video of the restaurant we went to because it wasn't just like a typical meal. Mm-hmm. We went into that restaurant and we felt like we were family and it was just awesome. It was just an awesome way to have that day kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. And then when we went to Lone Pine, or uh, Alabama Foothills. Is it Alabama Hills or Alabama Foothills? I think just hills, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I said this on my stream, but the rocks... Yeah. ...looked like they had melted. Yeah, It <laughs> looked yeah. like they put normal rocks, and then they just melted over time. And it was, it was so crazy, because it was flat, but then you'd see out in the distance these round rocks kind of rising out, mm-hmm. and then just in the distance, a whole huge mountain range, mm-hmm. and... Did, did you remember any of this from the Whitney episode? Or? No, not really. Oh, the, really? the only oh, thing that's I remember good, from actually. the Whitney that's... episode was what Mount Whitney looked yeah. like um, as we were driving up. Yeah, it's funny. Those hills are, like, so, like, smooth-looking, and, like, mm. they just look weird and, like, cobbled together, and, yeah. yeah. There's actually... We didn't get to go there, but... Um, actually, me and Thomas went there, like... A week and a half before you guys came out really? on our like little mini road trip <laughs> and we were thinking of camping there too but decided not to but there's a an arch um that you can photograph whitney through oh, really? and you'll see that's in the episode that we haven't released yet or the video we haven't released yet it is yeah there's a little side video the eastern sierra's one we haven't put it out yet but... oh oh i thought that was out okay yeah yeah um yeah so it, i don't know it's cool like what do you think of the town that's what i want to know too like the town was cool uh i feel like we didn't get to explore it as much as i yeah. wanted to uh because i think we were all just a little anxious to eat and then kind of go uh set up camp mm. so the day was kind of dwindling but mm. it definitely had that i don't know how to explain it but it like it was like an felt like an old timey town definitely had a this yeah disconnect from modern society it's That's like kind of in a good way. You know? It's like that feeling you could imagine, like a uh, shoot, like a a duel happening, like an old west, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Really is like a very rustic kind of like it feels half touristy town, half just like a genuine old west kind of town. Yeah, it's really cool, but but it's funny because those hills, when you look at it from where we were, it looks like. Like, half of the horizon is the hills, and then half of it is, like, the mountains. Or, like, a third, and then a third is the sky. Yeah. But well, once you're on the mountain, those hills are What so it small. feels like for me is, like, someone saw these mountains and was like, you know, I just want to see these mountains every day. And so mm. he's just founded a town right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But. All right, William McKean says, I will say that your guys' channel has definitely compounded my interest in the, in the outdoors since awesome. I discovered it two years ago. That's Thank awesome. You. And I whenever people comment about that kind of stuff on our channel, I always say that it's the thing that I love hearing most is that either we inspired people to go on their first trip or um, we were able to provide them with the feeling of being out there during like a time of need, if Mm -hmm. they were like injured or something or like this, where we, um, where we just make people's interest grow Mm -hmm. where people who may have explored a little bit outdoors are suddenly spurred to, to, uh, um, well, pardon the pun, be more adventurous with that. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Uh, NJ Heart's Heart, Brian, you said on your way up there, why didn't you hike it? Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Oh, um, well, first of all, there's a, a conflict in scheduling. And secondly, I just, the idea of client hiking up a mountain just really didn't appeal to me at that time. I actually, in hindsight, I feel like you could, it would have I, I, been I okay with I most could've. of it. Yeah. But, it just, for some reason, I just didn't feel it in me. Yeah. No, I I was really worried about it, but we, the preparation versus, like, Kumatori. Well, and another thing was easier. because when Thomas told us the timetable that he wanted to do it in, yeah, yeah it was yeah. the original timetable, which was getting up at, like, 2 a.m., and then I was like, nope, I'm out. Like, if, you, if you're gonna make us, if we're gonna try and rush this whole thing, then I'm not gonna do that, because I know I won't enjoy it. Whitney's always gonna be there, like... Yeah. I actually don't think it was necessary to wake up that early. Like, I don't... Cause his, so his whole thing was like the snow was going to turn slushy and that'd be hard to walk on. I almost thought it made it easier to walk on. Also, when they got back know. and they told me about the wag bags, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so um, while we talk about the next part of the trip, I'm, I'm actually curious to hear some of the people who are watching live. What are... um. What are your thoughts about the episodes? Like, what's something you took away from the episode after you've watched it? Mm-hmm. And also, if you've got any questions about the episode, like things that maybe we didn't show on camera or things we you would like to have expanded, let us know any questions or comments about the episode specifically, and yeah. we can address that. Um, but in the meantime... So yeah, after after Alabama Hills, after eating the Chinese food... We stayed the night at the Alabama Hills. Mm-hmm. Had a, that, was, that was a great way yeah. just to start the trip in a sense the stars were awesome okay let me ask you this before we continue talking what do you consider the start of the road trip that's a good question Me, i feel like it was the alabama hills i think just leaving la is what i considered the start um big Sur feels like a little prologue to it or something you know Mm -hmm. but yeah so alabama hills was it was beautiful um wait so you consider like actually being there as the start like, like that's, that's the when it night really. That we spent there, and the following day was like, road trips happening. Mm. Like we we're, we're that's when it really hit because it was like that. Now we're on our way out of California, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know how much or much, what else I can say about the Alabama foothills or Alabama hills, is because there's really only so many words you can say yeah, describe yeah. how amazing it was. Um, it's like at some point you just it, you have to kind of experience yeah. it, you know. Like. Because there was literally nothing hindering your your view of the sky. Yeah, That's yeah. The, the big thing. I don't think we've ever been anywhere that really had as much sky sky exposed. The other cool thing is like you can climb up on a boulder or something and just look around you, and it's all just more of these hills and like mountains and just for miles and miles. And, yeah. But yeah, that night nice sky that was a really good start to the trip too. Okay. It's just seeing all the stars out. Yeah. And plus, uh, the weather was like perfect. Yeah. Thomas slept on a little cot outside, which was kind of funny. Did you and Robbie both sleep in a tent, or...? Uh... I, no. Yes. Okay. Because I slept... I put my tarp out on the ground, and I just slept on top yeah. of it. Me and Robbie slept in his tent. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. That that was a great night. I, I will say, regarding the episode, I wish we had gotten a better shot of us all sitting around talking. Like, I don't know why. I remember... You didn't get a fire started. <laughs> no, but I remember Robbie specifically setting the camera up. And he's like, that's probably going to look really bad. And I was like... I was thinking in my head, why don't... Why don't you set it up again? But I was like, I don't want to... Speaking whatever. of which, do you want to defend why you couldn't get a fire started now? Like, I'm not... I, I still say that the wood was damp. And, like, I don't know why it was damp, but it was damp. And... Because... No, I mean, like... Because I feel like we... Got a good flame going, and it just wouldn't catch. I, I didn't really pay attention to you starting the fire. Um, yeah, because there, there were, if I remember correctly, there were moments where it actually ignited, and we were able to catch the like feather sticks, and a flame would develop. But then it would just like go out. I feel be... like the real test would have been if we had actually used like a piece of fat wood or some paper to see. if Yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah. Caught and then stayed burn mm. burning. Once we got the fat wood, which I think was in Zion, that really helped. But uh, but but at this point, but at that at the point where Andrew actually finally gave up and actually let us contribute, <laughs> uh, it was way too late for a fire. Yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah. whatever. All right, so NJ Heart to Heart says, uh, I appreciate that. One of the things I love about your channel is that your hikes are not usually heroic. Yeah, um, I don't. Like people can hike, however, mm-hmm. hike and camp however the way they want. But for us, I believe our mindset is that as long as you're out there and you're enjoying it, it doesn't matter where you go and how far you go and how fast you do it. It's just yeah, out there, right? My my whole thing has always been like, I'd rather really deeply explore a few miles of a place than like. Yeah. Well, okay, so, like, when you're hiking a lot of miles, you you still kind of experience it in an intimate way. But, like, I'd rather go to a national park and backpack a few miles of it than, like, drive all over to all the key sites. Like, but, it's worth doing that. It's worth doing that. And, obviously, that's, like, what a lot of the road trip is. But And I can see how, like, long-distance hikers enjoy the thing they do. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. It's like, you also get this kind of endorphin rush. And then when you're so exhausted at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's so great to set up camp. Yeah, like in but the But we're always exhausted anyways because we're... We, we, we may only hike three miles, but we're we're standing. It really and is like probably twice that amount yeah. too when we're going back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, I I think there's like different styles of hiking have different appeals. So like long distance hiking, it's like it is kind of fun to add up the miles. But yeah. yeah. So Don says your trips are a great. Weekend one or two nights. Yeah. It feels so accessible to me, and that's what inspires me to get out and do an overnight. That's yeah. Awesome. Esther says I really appreciated you talking about the Chinese railroad workers and the Chinese Exclusion Act. I'm glad you appreciated that. You know, it's like... I, I don't like to be too heavy-handed about stuff like that a lot of the times, but I also think that... You know, that's... There, there's a good quote that comes to mind. Mm. It's like... Uh, I I don't know if this is exactly how the quote goes, but... um, it's, oh, it's something about, like... Learn the history lest you be doomed to repeat it, or something mm. like that. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah. And it's always important, like okay history was my worst subject in school <laughs> and i did not like studying it but it is very important that humans as a whole understand the history of the humankind and everything that happened because that's how you learn like mm-hmm. i mean that's how you learn that is right? literally yeah and it's, it's just like, like our 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 hikes hmm. we don't just forget everything we did on a previous hike week. <laughs> Our mistakes... We make grave mistakes heart. and learn from them. Yeah, we take them the heart and we learn from them. And that's how humankind needs to um, mm. view just everything. I think my other thing is, I, I think it also just adds to your appreciation of a place when you learn the history. So, like, yeah. to me, it's like... Well, I don't know. Because I don't think if you go to a forest and you don't know the plants, you appreciate it less. But I do think that if you know the plants, it helps you appreciate it in a different way. Mm-hmm. I think there's, like, a richness to that. And the same goes to history. And It's kind of like... Kinda like um, when I talked about mm. how we all appreciate nature is in different ways, yeah, 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 different ways. Like you can, you can, you know, enjoy identifying plants, mm. or like you could go someplace and really appreciate the history or culture that surrounds a yeah. place. So and the U.S. has like such a deep history connected to nature, like mm. Native American history, like immigration history, just all of it. Like Everything. the like the Appalachian like, like mountain men. Like, a, like I mean, and certain things that you know may mm. people may not even think of, like. Like the uh, Oregon Trail and the Gold Rush. Yeah, yeah. Like the, even that is a very interesting chapter in, in America's. history. And I think it so. it makes it more interesting to yeah. when you're in that landscape. So. I mean, if, if you think about it, in order to be able to go to California and appreciate all that stuff, we have to we have to recall the, the Oregon Trail, right? Because that was essentially um, settlers traveling yeah like, just the, all of this that. trek across the United States. To get to this other side of the country, and I mean, in their time is no small feat. All right, let's keep going. We got to get caught up here. So William McKean says, "How much would you say the rain impacted your enjoyment of the time in Big Sur?" So I'd say while we were hiking, it wasn't that much of an impact because it was yeah. beautiful in its own way. But the only time it really, I, <laughs> uh, for me, the only time it really impacted my enjoyment was when I realized that it would that we probably wouldn't be able to finish do the hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other I than think, that, it wasn't too bad, because, you know, we were in the raincoats, you know, and then in the tents, at least we were in the tents. Um, yeah, I think, like, there was a point in the tents where it was kind of getting, like, cabin fever. But, yeah, I would agree, like... Yeah. It was just that realization of the fact <clears> that <throat> it was going to, to cut our And short. I think if we weren't filming, we still could have finished... Because, like, at one point, I was just like, you know, I'm soggy, but, like, I can deal with it mm-hmm. at this point. And especially if it becomes sunny later, it'll yeah. be... It, it's just, you know it by ear to mm-hmm. see how how everyone feels um seth thank you seth says esther i love that too i appreciate when they bring culture into the episodes it feels very special in that connection mm-hmm. to humanity and nature thank you very much yeah. for that comment and i actually think it'll play a big part too when we uh, start going abroad more yeah, um, yeah yeah because if we're like in some european country you know i feel since most of our viewers are probably american and canadian that it, they'll be able to learn something new. About. I mean, just look at the Japan I mean, we'll episode, learn, you know? Yeah, we'll yeah. learn new stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So, It's so cool yeah. to see different... Um, Julian says, seeing the phantom in your trunk, I kind of expect more drone shots. Is that just too time-consuming? I think, like... Yeah, I think there's two parts. One... It, it, yeah, and, it, yeah. It, yeah, Well, yeah. So, obviously, we couldn't use it at Big Sur. Yeah. And then... Most of the cool places, we can't use it at because they're, like, parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Too time-consuming. Like, mm-hmm. it takes... At least five minutes.
1: You you gotta like
0: pull over. You gotta pull over, and you gotta get it all set up, Mm -hmm. and then it's got to warm up, and then you gotta fly. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you fly it, and you're done flying, you pretty much use pretty much have used up all the juice. Yeah, that's actually another thing. It's like it only gets like what 25 minutes of fly time. So yeah. So it was just difficult to say at what point in the road, at one point in this time that you're driving, you're saying this is where we need to get Mm -hmm. drone shots because. You don't know if there's going to be something great, even cooler up ahead. So I will say about the the whole drone scene is I was also taking shots with the telephoto lens. You might have noticed those in the episode. Um, but it's like we were kind of killing two birds with one stone. Because we're in this desert road which just barely gets any traffic. Yeah. So I just set the tripod up in the middle of the road and like shot down. and It was really cool. Also also later in the trip we were kind of on a bit of a tighter time schedule. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think when we were just starting off it was a little more relaxed. but. Jason said, "I should have used the Force to start that fire." Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, tr- in tune with the Force. <laughs> Side note, I think you and Robbie's reenactment of that scene was inaccurate. <laughs> when I saw, okay, let me let me put this no one saw you that. guys do it. I did not know what was going on. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. It was just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just poking at you guys. It was just us being stupid <laughs> and wasting time. <laughs> um okay so yeah again if you guys have any questions or comments about the episode we'd love to hear them um and just like also just tell us overall what you thought of the episode because they it is a very different format um it's not the usual backpacking episode and i'm curious how people are taking that and like how how they think of it Mm -hmm. um so anyway we we woke up the next morning alabama hills Mm -hmm. and at that point we were making the drive through death valley mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah, yeah. So that morning was really pretty. Um, well, any ma- <laughs> it was a uh, it was. I mean, actually, I think I got up pretty late in the morning. Okay, I know Thomas and Robbie were the first I mean, up for sure. Shock! I was the last one up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the morning was great. It was like really relaxing. Um, and then Death Valley. So <laughs> I've only seen Death Valley like in pictures and videos, and I didn't really know exactly what to expect. Except Same. For yeah. Um what would you say was your most favorite part about the Death Valley drive? Uh I would say mine was when we went into the air conditioned building. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I think Badwater Basin was the coolest part. Really. Um and not just because it's like the lowest point but also it just looked really di- I've never seen I mean I've seen places like that in pictures but never actually seen it in real life. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I think um the, I keep getting. I think it was the Devil's Golf Course, right? Oh, with this jagged, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was really cool because. So I mean, everybody knows what Badwater Basin looks like. That's true, yeah. So I think because of that, it was a little less impactful on me. But when I saw the Devil's Golf Course, that was, like we we said it in, in the video and we mm-hmm. commented on it when when we were there. It was like you were looking at this alien world. It was like if you couldn't see. The other humans out there, and you couldn't see the street and the like. If you just like looked at the terrain of the ground, yeah, it looked like some weird alien landscape. Especially when you look up close, like it's all jagged. It's yeah. like just combined, nothing you've ever seen. Combined with like the salt forming on it, just mm. made it look out of this world. Yeah, when we were there, it was just like the heat was getting at us so much. We were so exhausted. Yeah, you guys well, it didn't. It didn't. We didn't show it in the episode. So at Badwater Basin, I. St- Sprayed water on oh, yeah. myself and every and everybody else kind of put some water on themselves. But that water that I sprayed on myself in that scene was dry by the time we had walked back to the car. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's nuts. Um, Seth Domback says, "I loved the episode. I can't wait to see the other ones. It feels both organic to the channel and fresh at the same time. Really lets your personality shine." That's like, it's very encouraging to hear that because there was a big part of me worrying that it would be really jarring and different. But actually yeah, I felt like when I was watching it, it actually felt a lot more like an episode mm-hmm. than I thought it would. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because we've sort of done like smaller mini episodes similar to that or or, or maybe it's just I, like No, it, it just seemed to flow really well. Yeah. Yeah. It flowed a lot better than I thought it yeah. would. I well, I said in my stream on Monday that I gave huge props to you guys cuz I hadn't seen anything about the mm-hmm. video until you guys actually released it. Um but when I watched it, man, I could not stop watching it. I was like, "This is so good!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. I was surprised because I th- I was worried it was just gonna be like lots of driving shots, lots of talking yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Willie McKean says I felt like you guys did a particularly good job with the intro on this oh, episode. Awesome. The music and the narration and the visuals made it look really professional, in my opinion. Cool, Thomas or er, Robbie actually did the intro. Um, what was the intro again? It was just like it Showing, starts out with a drone the shot and then yeah. Oh yeah. Um Oh uh, that that's the thing, is like um I don't know if it's just I don't know how else to say this, but the way it was put together really fit the style of the video. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of this like grungy to me it's like this I don't know, there's like <laughs> yeah, this I don't know like how to describe it. It's like that that bad to the bone kind. of... <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It worked. But. It's just like that classic American road trip sort of feel, like, you know? Ah, like, oh, <laughs> job. <laughs> no. Um, so actually, Someone had commented that like the music was kind of a different style. I think that's definitely true. Like in the second half of yeah. the video. Also, because I think then, Thomas made one. Yeah. Of songs. So this was Thomas's so, first song. Yeah. So we it intro- injected this new style. And, yeah, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if he makes more music. If he starts developing his own style, so we'll have the four different yeah. <laughs> recognizable styles. <laughs> <laughs> but his was the electric guitar one, so he, he started off making it and then got stuck at some point. I helped out a bit, then he tweaked it, and then Nathan doing the drums really helped I, I too. wanted to record the electric guitar parts, but yeah, yeah. I was just too busy, too tired. Yeah, and also, it's just like, I, Well, it, it, that I episode was taking the, so long. I had heard the song yeah. until it was practically finished. If I had heard it earlier, we would have had more time to actually yeah. record it. Um, and I think it would have turned out pretty cool, mm. but it was good enough anyways. And then the last song was a very different style, too. It's kind of this, like, upbeat, peppy kind yeah. of song. And Actually, uh, I'm already brainstorming a song. Yeah. So I had two ideas. You guys are getting some behind-the-scenes uh, look into the thought process. <laughs> and this is for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking it would be cool in the next episode. The teaser will be, like, a previously... Yeah, I would. That'd be cool. Because then it would make it feel really joined together, like a TV show. And then um, I had two ideas for the song. After the intro, it could either be the same one that we used to really drive home that connection between the two things, or, or I had this other song that was thematically the same. You know, same instruments, same style. Ooh, yeah. But uh, just you know. No, totally. Yeah. and I think that'd be really cool. And we already know we're closing out with one of your songs. We won't say too much about that. But <laughs> we are cool. Remember the how we ended it in 2 Carry? I totally forget. Oh, well. well I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much. but <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so... William also said the visuals made it look really professional, in my opinion. Thank you. That's awesome. I think the drone and like the telephoto lens helped with that. Yeah. Um, Esther says, I like seeing how you interacted with each other with all the frustrations and the teasing. Mm. <laughs> like, oh. oh, yeah. Like when Robbie asked Thomas, hey, what happened to your bumper? And Thomas yeah. sped up to get away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, this road trip definitely tested the bounds of our friendship. Because we were... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to make it sound like we were going to, like, at each other's throats. No, no, it really yeah, wasn't it that bad. It definitely wasn't yeah. that. But it was just like... It, it was like a different form of cabin fever. Yeah, yeah. You know, because... I never felt like I didn't want to hang out with the guys afterwards. But by the end, it was definitely like you wanted at least some time to yourself. And yeah, yeah. Just be like to do, do, like to do, have your own thing to do. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it just weird. But uh, th- something just popped in my head about what William McKean said about the visuals. I know what I was trying to say earlier is that the way we filmed it and put it together... It hit every one of those cliches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the drone like the shot, little the tel- side mirror shot. It's like a car commercial. Yeah, it's and like... Then, like the heat wave long. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. And the telephoto shot. Yeah, it was. It was like perfect cliches. Yeah, which is expect. like those are great. You know, yeah. It's yeah. A, and that's what really makes you like, oh yeah, this is, this is really <laughs> driving at <it> home. <laughs> no, <pun intended. laughs> so um, the whole bumper thing, I. <clears throat> Thomas wanted us to put the clip of the of him actually hitting the bumper in Yosemite in there. I think it would have been funny, but no, actually, oh. I think, but I, I, part of me actually likes that there are, like, Easter eggs that you, cool. yeah, that you can understand if you've been watching yeah, the other show. Yeah. yeah, I think that makes it more significant. Yeah, me. and I the, another thing in the episode was the callback to the Whitney episode with the music. I don't know if... Oh, you know what we missed doing? Huh? We should have done a scene in Death Valley. Where Thomas is standing out there, and we walk up to him, and he's like, "Oh, there you guys are!" Oh, that, if man. you guys remember that reference, which one was it, uh, Wayne? Yeah, I think so. There was one. There was, one of, there was it's a, all of them. Yeah, there was an episode where we made a joke about uh, Thomas not being uh-huh. there, and he's like in the middle of a desert, going, "Guys,
1: guys. how did we not do
0: that?" <laughs> and then he's like, "I think I'm in the wrong place." That would have been a great. We experience. missed a big opportunity with the next one too. It's the with the candy. We never ended up filming a parody of that. Oh. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But anyway, um, so I don't know if you all noticed, but like, there's there's some musical callbacks during the Whitney scene. I thought I and noticed that. Yeah. So it's we had two themes in the Whitney episode, and then there's two songs in this one that combine those themes together, and I don't know. I think it's pretty nifty, mm-hmm. but I wrote it, so I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Dombach says, it reminded me of Kumatori, oh. which is my which is top 3 of my favorite episodes. I'm curious Seth what your top 3 favorite episodes are now. Yeah, I want um, because the friendship and the adventure is both fully present. That is oh, true. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um Ju- yes, Julian. <laughs> um Julian says that song is my favorite. I think they are talking about the, the Thomas's. Well, I don't know. It's either the Thomas one or the Vegas one, but <laughs> Jason says the episode didn't seem out of place to me and liked how you guys edited it. Um, I have to say one of my favorite parts of every episode is hearing Andrew's opening. They're always inspired. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you guys should have put a in-memory-of-scene for the Carl's Jr. You guys <laughs> always passed out there. Oh, wait, did we show the Carl's Jr.? Did we show it in this episode? One of you is going to have to tell us if we showed the Carl's Jr., because I forget if we filmed it while we passed. I want to say we did, wait, but... what? Was it the one we stopped at for Yosemite or something? Yeah, because I think we passed by it again. Oh, and I totally didn't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember if... That might have... That might have been in the scene after you guys fly in and we're driving up to Big Sur. That might have been where oh, it was. Yeah. I probably didn't catch that. We we, well, because well, we I removed it after, it after. Oh, that. you didn't? Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so with the openings, I'm glad you think they're inspired because like, I always worry that it's just going to sound like cliche nonsense. like. <laughs> <laughs> Which in this one, it might have fit with the cliche car commercial shots, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, okay. Okay, so. So, yeah, so.
0: Anything else you want to add to that portion of the trip? I think one thing that was kind of cool is, like, having gone to Badwater Basin while also having climbed Whitney. Mm -hmm. um, But also, like, I thought there was a specific point in Badwater that was the lowest point, but I guess we never really, like, hiked to any specific point see for me what I expected and maybe there's another portion of bad water that is is that it's the cracked earth but without like all the salt between it oh yeah like cracked earth but it's there's it's actually we saw a little bit of that in the sand dunes remember there were like some parts between the dunes yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah so I was a little confused but I don't think it's too much mess. one other thing I think about with Death Valley is that wherever it is where those rocks slide around you know what I'm talking about yeah, the yeah. moving rocks. I don't know if that's in the same Badwater Basin or not, but. I think you said that was in a different area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, after that, we went to Vegas, which mm-hmm. I actually really like that part of the trip. We didn't really show much of it. Like, we showed some of it in the You'll, credits. It, yeah, it'll be in the beginning of the next episode. Mm-hmm. How much did we film? No, I see. That's the thing. I don't think we actually filmed a whole lot. Because while we were out, like, we were worried about filming in the casinos. and Right, yeah. There was a little questionable, like, how much we could get away with filming. Mm-hmm. Plus, we were hanging out with Warren Fernandez. Yeah. And I felt like... Shout it out to him. Been a little, yeah, yeah, I felt like it would have been a little disrespectful. Although, I'm sure he would have been fine with it. Yeah. A little disrespectful to be, like, trying to film when he's hanging out with us. He would have understood, but... Oh, yeah, of course he would have understood, but it's just, yeah. like... It's just... No. But, I yeah, I think we might have shown all there is to show in the credits, yeah. but... It, that's that's the irony is like you think it would be easier to film in civilization, but it's actually a lot harder because there's just like all these people around and you don't know what they expect or like yeah. what the rules are. Um, yeah, that's true. But uh, plus, there are a lot of scantily clad like yeah women, <laughs> which and, and a lot of people, uh, a lot of guys handing out flyers <laughs> for strip clubs constantly. There was a. A shot that we got that we didn't put in the episode but it's like we're driving by and there's a billboard it's like all these really ripped like topless dudes and it's like thunder down under (laughs) it's like these Australian male strippers or something do you remember what that there was like one guy who was handing out like strip club flyers and he was very (laughs) descriptive oh yeah (laughs) okay so one thing we were saying I like you know how when you're playing a video game Like Red Dead Redemption, or any sort of game where people talk, like Witcher or Skyrim, and you're walking through a town, and people, like these NPCs, the computer characters, are just like saying random things as you pass by. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I got an arrow in my knee. That's what it felt like in Vegas, except everyone was talking about strip clubs. Like, <laughs> at some point, <laughs> at some point, we were just walking, and some guy was like, "Strip club, you want to go strip club?" And like, oh, okay, but, yeah, but yeah. he like made no like effort. How NPCs have like this <laughs> yeah canned response when you walk. But like we them. were walking one way, he was walking the other, and he made no effort to stop us. But he still he said like, just like, yeah, he just like <laughs> yeah. waved it, was, <laughs> Like, just like. <laughs> it was a very unique experience. Um, <laughs> okay, so Seth Domback says, and I'm going to actually add something to this, but Seth Domback says, right now his top three are Kumatori, Ooh. Pictured Rocks, and Dolly Side the Winter. Those are good choices. Yeah. And um, with, a, with nod a nod to Wayne. It. So, Robbie actually had a live stream where he was talking about people's favorite episodes, and then someone asked him what he thought, Thomas's, yours, and my favorite episode. Oh, Yeah. And now, at least me and Andrew can answer this question. Um, I don't know if I told you what my mine was, but... I can't remember what... Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. Okay, well, you go first. With mine? Yeah. So I think now my favorite is Pictured Rocks. I think Kumatori is definitely up there. Algonquin is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to choose your top favorite. Your most favorite. I, I'd say Pictured Rocks I And mean, Oh, and also, we're talking... Okay, so... <clears throat> let me... Let me... Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um... um we're talking specifically episode. Yeah, not side like, videos. Not, man. No, no, no. I'm not saying episode, not the trip. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so I think a lot of this has to do with. Um, so pictured rocks, I think, I, I choose it because it's an awesome landscape. It's a really solid episode, but also because uh, I was proud of the theme song I came up with and like mm. some. I don't know. It's like kind of biasing my opinion, but I, I think I really like. It. Um, <clears throat> okay, so. I actually thought I would have had to think about this more, but the my top episode very quickly came to me, and it is Algonquin. Mm-hmm. And my reasoning is that because the Algonquin episode, firstly, you have so much variety. In what yeah, happens there. that's a great one. The first day, beautiful sunny skies, blue yeah. blue skies, clear open blue waters, amazing, mm-hmm. and. The perfect song. You guys did really good job on the songs that first day. Perfect nice. songs to really give you that feeling of tranquility. Um, I, I there there was the one after the first port- portage. Oh, uh, dun, dun, dun. like the really froggy sounding. Yeah. Oh no, no 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 wait. Oh, the one Robbie wrote. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Out. That one was. Every time I hear that, I'm like oh, like so good. Yeah. Um, but then after that, this the the first night. Yeah. The, the northern lights oh man unbelievable yeah and it was just like we didn't plan it and it was just perfect and then the second day we're going out there and we have like the great like canoeing at night scenes mm-hmm. or um not canoeing but like talking in the canoe yeah, at yeah. night the we stew. had that great stew we even had some bushcraft yeah yeah and then the morning after the Dense fog. Oh, wow. It was so... Oh, man. It makes me want to go back to Algonquin right now. So the only reason that's not at the very top is because of the stupid teaser that I put in. Like, I really regret having the... So the teaser was, like, you can't really see much because it's a dark screen. Yeah, it was... But it's probably going, oh, my God, because the northern lights. Mm -hmm. And, like, in hindsight, like... Or at the time, it seemed like a really good idea because it's, like, really exciting, but you can't really tell what's happening. Yeah. And I really wish I had put, like, a more thoughtful teaser, yeah. but but just what are you going to do? Just to add to that, so mm-hmm. besides the amount of variety you get in that episode, I think the entire episode really um, really portrayed just how relaxing a canoe trip mm-hmm. can be. Um, it, like, it was, it's so good. And every time I watch it, I want to go back to We need to go forward. canoeing again. I, oh, we're definitely going canoeing. Yeah, again. I have been itching to go canoeing yeah. for a while. And the great thing about canoeing is like, it, filming doesn't really interrupt the flow of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's great. No, that's a great thing too. It's like you can film constantly, you don't have to stop unless... Actually, we will get some canoeing in the third road trip episode. That's true. Um right. okay, so really quick. Jason says he's on board with Seth about those episodes. Esther says me too and the China episodes except I guess those are vlogs. Yeah. Uh Don says pictured Rocks, yep. I can see how people would really like the Picture Rocks episode. And the Picture Rocks episode is yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um it's just that for some reason, Algonquin was like. Yeah, so there's a lot of variety. Yeah. Well, Picture Rock says variety too, but. Yeah, Picture um, Rock is great. I planned that. Seth Picture says out. it changes time to time. <laughs> It'll be hard to knock Kumatori off that. The scene when they get to the cabin. Yeah, yeah that is a great yeah. is definitely an amazing That hot spring was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say these, I'm not saying, it, like, I'm not trying to, like. <laughs> Most of the credit uh, goes to, like, the uh, landscape and, like, the campsites yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm saying it was we amazing. We just point because the camera. Of of the experience and the trip and everything we had and yeah, how yeah. the episode really makes me remember that Seth Domback retracted a message. <laughs> he does not like Kumatori. <laughs> the elation of eating the meal in Dolores winter I haven't yeah. s- I haven't watched that one in a while. That, that's that's interesting because these they have this unique perspective of watching it but not having any memory associated with Yeah, that is really interesting. And I think that really skews our thoughts on on what would be a favorite episode because we have thoughts associated with that. That's definitely the case with Algonquin. Hmm. Um, so it's like, they watch these scenes and it's like they point out, like the eating scene at, in Dolly Sad's Yeah. Like I could see how someone would be like, oh man, that's such a good scene, you know, because... It's... Uh, it's so we got... I think um, we have people who leave comments and I don't think they realize how much of a compliment they are sometimes. Because like, on this latest episode, someone was like, I really felt nostalgic when you guys went back to Whitney and I've never even been there. Yeah. And like that is... I never imagined we'd actually be able to capture that sort of feeling. So to be able, to know yeah. that someone at least out there is feeling that is really awesome to us. It feels like we're patting ourselves on the back. No, yeah, of our but heart. it's like but it's for me it's more <laughs> of just like it's so awesome to hear that people are experiencing getting something from it. Yeah. Well, that that and that they're experiencing these things, they're having feelings about these scenes in the same way that we Yeah. Do cause, in terms of like a like a euphoric or cathartic cuz all the time when we're out there I'm like, are we really capturing what yeah. this is like? Cuz it's how can you capture it on a camera? But I guess some of it gets through. But. All right. Pictured <laughs> rocks. Or Esther says, oh, no, wait. William oh, McKean says, go up. William McKean says, Algonquin is my favorite as well, right next oh, to River the River. Oh, River River was my favorite for a while because that one, it feels like an adventure. Like, you go through so many different things. There's that rainy thunder scene. Yeah. Us Hansen's meeting point. up and yeah. having lunch. God, yeah. And the music. I like the music in that mm. one. And it had the iconic uh, ending <clears> song. We could talk about our least favorite episodes. Then we wouldn't be patting ourselves on the back. It's like Shenandoah. <laughs> That's funny. Cause all of I'll, season one. Yeah. And whenever people like comment and say Shenandoah is a good video, I'm like, man, Shenandoah. Is it's so like, cool. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, picture, Esther Sugai says, Pictured Rocks blew me away because I live on the west coast and Pictured Rocks looks Yeah. Look like on the ocean. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Again, like all the credit goes to Pictured Rocks. <laughs> yeah. I would totally, like, Pictured Rocks is another place mm-hmm. I would totally go back to. And I would highly recommend going mm-hmm. there if you haven't. Uh, just take note of the bugs like beware when bug season is picture picture oh, sure. seth Dombach says picture rocks is such a beautiful place the shot of the colored rocks in the water is so beautiful along with the shots of you hiking on the trail yeah, yeah that was exactly how i hoped that, like i never thought the trails would actually look like that right on the edge but that's how they were and i was so happy yeah. about that um and that was another that was a big issue for us because we just constantly stopped and filmed Ryan Real says his favorite is Yosemite with Alga as close second. That's funny because Yosemite it's really beautiful, but for some reason I don't like the episode. Like I think it I think because it's I, not I like a the full flow, circle the journey. Flow is yeah, bad. yeah. Um I think the, a lot of the beginning mm-hmm. kind of was really slow. Yeah. And also the backpacking portion didn't feel as much like a journey as I wanted it to. Yeah. Also, um, but Everybody give people. a shout-out to Ryan Reel. He's a new Patreon. Oh, I awesome. know for a fact because I messaged him. Thank you so much. But thank you so much for your support, Ryan. Um, he sent us a really cool message <laughs> on uh, on Patreon about the mm-hmm. Adirondacks and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seth says, I also love Yellowstone. The scene of you guys watching the Bear Safety video made me lose it. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Yellowstone is interesting because, like, for Yellowstone, that's kind of like a subdued landscape. Mm-hmm. But I actually really liked it, too. Yeah. Like, and the episode is pretty good, too. The <laughs> <laughs> episode's all right. Uh, NJ Hardtart says I liked Kumatori, the, the Kumatori deer goat thing. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, that's another thing about the Kumatori. That episode was cool. Is there was a lot of surprise stuff. Little little known fact: we actually saw a monkey, but I didn't get a good enough shot of it. Yeah. So on the bus ride in, I saw a monkey. It was just sitting oh. on a little brick wall, and Michael was like, "Oh look, there's a monkey," and I was like, "Wait, what? Like, why weren't you freaking out about this?" <laughs> um, but I, the only shot we got was like a really shaky, blurry one. Mm. I should post that to the Patreon sometime. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Real says, if I had to pick a favorite scene, I would pick the view of the entire Yosemite Valley from the lookout. Uh, oh, the yeah, yeah, the view tunnel view, view. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... That No, yeah, with the music, that was a really cool scene. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, Julian says, sounds like uh, you're going to have to make a Yosemite episode that better to fix your vision. Oh, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Well, I definitely see us going back to Yosemite and Yellowstone. because Someday, yeah. There's a lot. There's a, still a lot to show there. It'd be cool to go like to the um, Upper Sierra's area of Yosemite. Yeah. Maybe do like, a national forest around the area or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so, where were we talking about? So, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. We just so, talked yeah, about... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you so actually said... I want to say something. That ending with Vegas and us walking into the sunlight, <laughs> that was so perfect <laughs> because... I felt like I was watching like an ocean's 11. yeah, movie yeah, yeah, or something, and we were like we had just robbed we had just pulled a big heist and we were like walking away. yeah. And... <laughs> I love that, so like I love ending stuff in that way, like where you sort of play at these like tropes in your head, but yeah. like, just like I said, this episode was full of cliches, and it was perfect. <laughs> yeah're yeah. I feel like we're also going to lean into the cliches for the next one, because it's like we're in the southwest, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I can hear a, I can hear a song with the jaw harp already. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Just thinking that. Yeah, Maybe a little westerny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an actual jaw harp, like the. <laughs> I need to dig it up. But... Um. Okay. So, didn't you at one point say Vegas was actually like one of your favorite parts of the road trip or something? Uh. Did I? Like, I might have. Or liked... like, there was a like when we were just sitting around drinking. I might have, but it was probably more of the fact that Vegas was—I don't know—I—I I, I don't think I would say that now. Okay. Uh, oh, it might have been when we were. When was it? Well, I—I I think it was when like me and you, me and Thomas went out again after like hanging out with Warren, mm-hmm. and we were just like wandering around and then got a drink in one of the. Oh! Oh! No! Yeah. yeah. So I guess we didn't film this so we can talk about it so yeah, sure yeah. people will know so after we went out and got food robbie went back to the hotel uh to because he was tired and i believe warren uh, had to go back because he had to work in the yeah way. yeah so me andrew and thomas we spent the next like two hours going around uh doing a little bit of slot machines we found like this oh nice yeah bar yeah. and we had um thomas made a he well, dec- No, he, he got he got like 60 bucks. He made like 60 bucks. But what bucks. was like the net amount? 60 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Dang. Um, and then we found this nice little bar and we sat there and we both had a drink. And I don't know, it was just... I would say it was the best part of the trip. But for some reason it stands out <laughs> in my mind mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I think it's just because of how it really winded... The day winded down perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was just like strolling around in Las Vegas, walking through the random... Uh, hotels and casinos and then just sitting at this quiet bar and having a drink and just hanging out with you and thomas it was cool it's it's funny because the when i was when we were like a few days out from vegas i was like how was that so long ago mm-hmm. like that was pretty much the, that was the second night of the trip yeah. but it felt already like it was like in the middle of it and i kind of enjoyed it, vegas because huh no go ahead no i i kind of enjoyed vegas because it's like this place where we could recuperate, like, sort of stay in a hotel, um, recharge our batteries literally and figuratively, like, clean up and stuff. But also, it was, it was fun. I, You know, I the buffet, I actually uh, enjoyed the buffet a lot. I was going to say, that's true, because up until that point, mm. we had slept in wet tents. Yeah. Slept on Thomas's floor or sofa. <laughs> slept in the tent at Alabama Hills. So mm. Vegas was really the first place where we could shower and get a good shower and sleep on really big, comfy beds. Because uh, Thomas had gotten two rooms, so yeah. we each had a big bed to ourselves, and I think it was just really nice to be able to sleep there. And, mm-hmm. it, and it was kind of like recharging, like giving that first little recharge mm-hmm. before the really long stretch of the road trip. Um, I, I got a bloody nose while I was showering, and I remember I stepped out. I was like, "If you see blood on the floor, don't freak out. I just, <laughs> nobody killed I anybody." Kind of let him shower first. <laughs> it's the dry air, you know. It's like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was a good time. All right, so let's see. Um, uh, William, th- yeah. Okay, yeah. William McKean says, "I've heard you guys knock on Shenandoah a couple times. Personally, I thought it was a good episode. What's your issue with it?" I think part of it is it's like shorter than was standard at that point in time yeah. of our channel. Mm-hmm. And also like there's like a great majority or a large portion of that is us just like sitting in the same area with the same shot just talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, maybe that's why some people liked it though. Well, I'm going to refer back to the whole thing about how we have memories associated with it, whereas pe- people who watch it have nothing associated with it. So, um, oh, so yeah. for us, a lot of the memories associated were, were kind of mediocre. We didn't get to have any fires. We spent that first night looking for campsites. Yeah, the other thing, remember we, found, we made a mistake. We went on the wrong trail. Yeah, we went on the wrong trail. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't find any good campsites, and we didn't really get a chance to film that much. So, the whole trip itself, like the just just the trip, not even the, the episode, but mm-hmm. the trip just felt really like it felt like we wasted our time. I will say, and I don't know if this is why we ended up not having a longer episode, but some of the shots we got were really good. Like cinematically, like there's some great shots of like slugs and like just like the some of the walking shots are really beautiful. Uh another thing I'll add, and this is my personal opinion. At least the two times we've been to Shenandoah, I've never really been impressed by the views, for the most part, mm. because a lot of it is just heavily forested. You can't really see anything, unlike something like Yosemite or or Yellowstone, where you'd look in a direction, you just mm. have this breathtaking view. But see, when I think back to our first trip there, I still feel really fond about it because it was just like such a new experience. Well, yeah, but that's. But yeah, I, I want to go back to Shenandoah eventually because and to like talk about that because that kind of left a mark on me in the sense that like yeah it wasn't beautiful but there was something deeper about it that really mm-hmm. stuck home struck home with me there was someone did su- suggest if we go back to Shenandoah and I would totally go back for this mm-hmm. but <laughs> I haven't researched it but apparently mm. there's like cabins you can rent oh yeah that'd be, that'd be that awesome. would be awesome that'd be really cool because not only would it be fun and a good trip but it would also be really interesting to watch I feel like yeah so Another Shenandoah maybe in our future. We don't know when though. Alright, so should we start wrapping this up? Yeah, so um, it's been about an hour. I think, well first you should check out the episode. Uh, July 4th weekend is coming up. Watch it. <laughs> sign, sign up on Patreon and watch it. Um, but it's also for all the people who, yeah, not the aren't yeah. On Patreon, just when it's on YouTube. <laughs> I think no, I mean like I think it's uh, it is like a really unique and different episode, but it's also like very familiar. Yeah. I think it's a good one. I think uh, you're all gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I'm really glad with the positive reception so far. Mm-hmm. We all had our doubts on how the whole how it would turn out and if it would really feel. Like, a good episode. Oh, and I I do want to mention, uh, this is part one of three parts, and it's going to be a continuous journey. So, it's going to be really cool watching this and then watching the others. But also, in addition to that, um, for the 25 and up patrons, the postcards we're making, I'm going to design them in a way so that when you put them together, side by side, it creates one bigger picture. Now that you say that idea again, it sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. Because it's like the whole road trip connects together so it would make sense to have like them connect yeah yeah um it's gonna look cool i haven't made them yet but it will look cool (laughs) i'm gonna add something here too uh whenever me and andrew do another patreon live stream we've got a cool idea we're gonna we're gonna be playing some video games but we're gonna have you guys um, oh right (laughs) we're gonna have you guys influencing what happens in those video games yeah so like we'll let you choose the characters we play as or whatever level we have so if you want to come and, and you know screw screw with our gaming, <laughs> uh, come check us out when on our next stream. We'll, um, it's the Patreon live stream. We do yeah. those every week. We, we don't know for people exactly who don't know movie, what we're talking about. It'll probably be a few weeks from yeah. now. But yeah, so really quickly, it's just uh... and if you want us, if you're on YouTube and you want us <laughs> and you want to uh, see the Patreon live streams, uh, be sure to check it out. Uh, you can sign up for two dollars, which is pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm and yeah it's it sounds strange, Don says it sounds strange, but I think that 's like kind of the fun with these patreon live streams that we get to do things that are like yeah. a little different from the channel more more of a personal look into our lives yeah. and um but yeah, mm-hmm. I think before sounds strange well, to give you an example, like we'll play some Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. which is a fighting game, and <laughs> you can make us choose to use the worst characters in the game or whatever <laughs> and you 'll see how bad we play it. <laughs> so before we close out let 's uh Let's do a quick like two minute reflection of the rest of the road trip and like your thoughts on that. So, so there was the Southwest. Uh, was Zion, um, Albuquerque, Tucumcari, uh, and the, the Deep Middle South. Of Canyon, mm-hmm. the oh bayou, yeah, the Plantation, Texas. Honestly, Nashville. I have. I really am like for some reason the the Plantation is really like sitting with me, sitting really well with me for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. I think for me, it's a similar thing with Vegas, where it was just like one, it was a good place to like kind of calm down and mm-hmm. recuperate. But it's it was it's just, I don't know. It was just such a cool house. I think whenever we had a moment where we could kind of slow mm-hmm. down and take things at our own pace, uh, it kind of really stood out to me. Also, the hot tub was awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, because. This road trip had this weird time dilation effect where yeah. events felt simultaneously yeah. like they had happened so long ago, but not long. Like, like yeah, it just happened exactly. because like, you you would think about Vegas, and you're like, oh man, Vegas, that was so long ago. So many things had happened, but then you're but like, then you realize all those things that had happened was like just one day. But it okay. also like I remember at that point I was like, Vegas does not feel that long ago, yeah. but it also does. Yeah. <laughs> It's really bizarre how that happened. I think yeah, no that's what I love about these long continuous journeys, whether it's backpacking or a road trip is just like how everything ties together into one culmination. But yeah. All right. Yeah, so thank uh, you so much uh for joining us on this yeah, a uh, bit of a different podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um we'll do more of these things in the future um and we'll try to have the other guys too. Yeah, And we may do one on a fully live public stream on YouTube where we can get, like, everyone involved mm-hmm. asking questions. But, yeah, um, thank you so much to our patrons who are watching live right now. Thank you so much to the everyone people watching on us on YouTube. Like, YouTube. Yeah. like, seriously, thank you. Whether or not you're a patron, we really yeah. appreciate your support, your views, your comments. It's awesome. Yeah, there's um, there's really... We we can't say it enough, yeah. like, how much we appreciate just just the positive energy you send our way. So. Yeah, it's... And also, like, it really does make it worth it for us when we see other people enjoying what we're putting out. So thank you. Yeah. uh, Yeah, just, uh, if you're... (laughs) Need to throw any... any... Yeah, let's do a quick end screen thing. Uh, Sign up on Patreon um, to watch the episode right now. Sign up on Patreon right here. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, subscribe to our channel somewhere here. Right here. And watch some of our other videos down in this area. So, yeah. (laughs) And also, if you will... um and like comment and subscribe if you want to get involved in these streams you can check us out on patreon um most we do we do weekly Mm. uh streams yeah yeah um but also you can check us out on facebook where oftentimes we'll post about um events or like you may get a few more details on facebook yeah follow us on facebook that's a great place to keep up with stuff or and instagram all right okay well thank you everyone again seriously thank you guys so much and uh, have a good night, Willie. Oh, one more last question, oh, King. Okay. When will the podcast be on the podcast feed? Tomorrow, actually. <laughs> well, it'll be on YouTube. It should be on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. And then if you, I'll do the feed. Remember, you yeah, put yeah. it on the yeah. feed. Okay. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, everybody on YouTube. <laughs>